This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by Nurse Ratchet's long-acting sleep aid. Are you sick of being awake? Even when you wake up from a night of sleep, you simply wish you were sleeping once more? Try Nurse Ratchet's long-acting sleep aid, the longest-acting sleep aid available. It's guaranteed to put you to sleep and keep you there, just like you always wanted. No more pesky being awake, just peaceful, carefree sleep. So for the longest sleep you've ever had, try my long-acting sleep aid. And now, for a limited time, buy my long-acting sleep aid and get a coupon for our newest procedure, the Noodle Scramble. Don't let the fun name fool you. This cutting-edge procedure will take care of all of your worries and problems. Stop stressing about house payments, your love life, the future, your desires and goals, and of course, those pesky thoughts. Come down to our state-of-the-art facility, present your coupon, and enjoy a simpler life with a noodle scramble. Hello and thank you for cracking another road soda, the abusive relationship of podcasts. <laughs> On this episode, we wrap up Ratchet. Baby Shark isn't that bad. Yes, it is. You're ruining it. The, there is a cuties update and a more personal update. I'm Isaiah Cooper. With me is the sloppiest of knockers, Christy. How you doing, Christy? Great. Are you blindsided? Do you feel... Do you feel confused? Yes. Scared? Yes. 1-800-ASK-FUCK-YOU. <laughs> no, I, <clears throat> I feel sleepy. Sedated. All right, just let it out. You, we get it. You had an acupuncture appointment, okay? We get it. I just feel like You're cool. in the clouds. My head's cloudy. Christie's boss. So now you're going to tell the whole story? Well, you can tell it. No, you can tell it. Christie's boss. You know, God bless him. Bless, bless his heart. Took this poor, broken woman, and he made her whole once more with an acupuncture appointment where he, uh, let's see, the, he stuck you with needles. Mm-hmm. He burned you with fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he stuck, shocked me with shocked you with electricity. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not entirely sure at this point if he did or did not fuck you. I don't know. <laughs> I can't tell. It was very lubed up massage. Mm, yeah, that's what you said. <laughs> that's what you said. And somehow you knew he wasn't circumcised, which is kind of weird. <laughs> never been to that sort of... <laughs> I've never had that kind of acupuncture appointment. So that, that's weird. That's a little weird. Um, so if, if Christy seems more stupid than she already is, usually, that's why. She's I thought maybe excuse. like a little bit more subdued. You okay. Know? Okay. That's not what I got. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm really leaning into it. At least I can it. still read. She's just going to keep bringing that up because I don't read good. <laughs> <laughs> I can read stuff too. I read stuff all day on this show and I write it down and I read it again. Don't mm-hmm. look at all the red lines under the stuff. <laughs> I, don't look at all the misspelled things I say. Guys, if you ever want to call into the show, you can call into the show. Do you know the phone number? 706-200-1213. <gasps> 
Or you can email us. Write us in at roadsodamail at gmail.com. Write us in? What does that mean? <laughs> Let us know if you have anything to say how bad Isaiah is at reading and talking. And if you have anything to say about Ratchet, which was this past week's Millennial Book Club, please phone it in. Write it in. Also, be sure to watch Octopussy. Whoa. <laughs> What do you mean? You just gave away the money on Book Club and <laughs> no, nobody even I knows? didn't. She didn't, actually. <laughs> We're not watching that old 007 flick, Octopussy. However, we did have somebody call in. Um, so we're just going to go ahead and play that. You guys, you can call in, leave a message, be a part of the show. Let's, uh, let's take a listen. We have a call. Uh, hey, hey, guys. Uh, it's me again, your, your biggest fan. Um, uh, you know, the guy that loved cuties was excited to hear you put me on the show. I, I heard on the I heard on last week's show the article you read about the quote, unquote, pedophile who was trying to keep his job as an ice cream driver. Yeah, that really, really upset me. He wasn't a pedophile at all. He was just into Barbies and dirty underwear. That's not illegal. And I know that man has a right to run his business. He just loves the spine. Hey, hey, shut up, shut up. Sorry, uh, sorry about that. Uh, anyway, uh, he, he he's just into Barbies and, and dirty underwear. He's got a right to run his business. He, he just loves the smiling children when they get their ice cream. All those sweet push-ups, push-up pops on, on a break. Baseball cards, bubble gum. I, uh, I used to drive an ice cream truck. I got let go for reasons I'd rather not discuss. It, it was the best job in the world. I had everything I needed, and I miss it every day. Shut, shut up. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, you've got to fight. You've got to fight for your guy in the news article. Fight for it. Don't let it go. Your life will feel meaningless and empty if you do. <laughs> and the little, little army man, Billy loved the army man. The little army man, Billy loved playing with him. When I got off, I would, I would restage battles from history. When I would, I miss Billy. <laughs> I miss Billy. I miss Billy. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. That's our number one listener. We don't know his name. He doesn't give his name. What should we call him? Oh, my God. What should we call him? Bruce. <laughs> I like it. We call him Bruce. Unless we know, unless he gives us his name, uh, you know, Bruce called in and, um, you know, he didn't. You remember that article we read last I week? Do, yeah. The Choco Tacos. Choco Tacos. That dirty, Her dirty boy. He, uh, yeah, the guy, he's a, you know, a quote unquote pedophile just trying to keep his job as an ice cream man. What's wrong with that? <laughs> he, well, apparently Bruce really didn't like that. So that's all I was gathering. And um, I really like Bruce. Bruce is, um, you know, he's always, he's doing something out there. No, yeah. like I like the name Bruce. Like, I don't know if I like oh, Bruce. I don't think I, uh, I don't, whoa, don't, he's listening. Thanks. I, l I love Bruce. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening, Bruce. And I hope you find Billy again. Um, I guess maybe I don't hope you find Billy again. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I don't know who Billy is to you. I don't know who that is. You guys play army men together. <clears throat> anyway, I have a little. Bust some wieners. 
butts and wieners. I have a little short update that I want to give. This is uh, something that happened to me earlier in the week, and I've been holding on to it to let you know here and now. Are you talking to me? Yes. Why do you do this? Why? Because it's fun. So it's I'm not as so bad at holding stuff in. What? I never. I've never told you before. No, I know. I just if there was like something I wanted to tell, I, I could not wait. Oh yeah, I I could wait. Forever. I could wait. Oh, it's all about that. It's all about the the sweet sweet moment. Oh my god, moment. I can't do it. Well, I'm going to uh, update everybody. It's just a you know little story. It's probably going to be a couple minutes. But are you building me up first, to let me down? Yeah, it's not that big. But first, how about a fucking word from our sponsors? Yeah, how about a, how about you don't bring in a? How sponsor? about a word from our sponsors? We love you. Thank you for keeping our podcast afloat. New to Pop Flicks. The summer game show people are really crying about. That's, That's my, cat. my cat. We take your cat and give it a complete makeover. Then put it in a pack of other similar cats. Then you have to pick your cat out. If you can, you win one million dollars. If you can't, we kill, we your, kill cat. your cat. Father Charles Patrick. Father, Father Charles. Now Steven is hoping his cat will come to him. Father Charles Patrick. Come on, boy. We've seen this strategy before, folks, and it never works. Father Charles. <laughs> come here, Charles. Steven, has Father Charles Patrick ever come when you do that? <laughs> no. Can the owners find their cats? Find out who wins a million dollars and who goes home empty-handed and catless. Stream the whole season this summer on PopFlix. Okay, so how about that update? Ready? <clears throat> My life, for me, mm -hmm. this is pretty big. This what is a fuck. This is a really big discovery, and it it really is gonna change my life for the better. I'm feeling like I'm gonna be really upset. Okay, so first I have to I have to divulge probably one of my biggest insecurities. Okay. My asshole sweats. I do know this. <laughs> <laughs> so you do know. I do know. My asshole sweats. I know how you feel about that. Like I've never really seen your butthole sweat. Right, because I'm very good. I know. Yeah, but you talk. Yeah, but I've never. I mean, I'm pretty. Anyways, I don't. Yes, I've That's heard you. That's because talk about I'm it. very good. No, I know, but like I'm fucking right. up on your butthole twenty four seven. I would know if it's sweaty. But it's it's only sweaty like approaching a shit or like in and around the areas of a shit. If I don't, that get would to be a constantly. You're always shitting. Right. Exactly. You you hear my plight. Okay. Just and so a lot of okay so like a lot of people's asses like sweat like you see. Like if I go to the gym, you can see like it's like the cheeks or maybe mm -hmm. like the triangle at the top will kind of sweat. That's like normal. It's I not feel like it would be butt crack. Yeah, or like right down the butt crack. My asshole sweats. The whole, the whole sweats. So you just get like if you were to be wearing like light gray leggings and you were working out, it would just be one big circle around it where your starts, butthole is. No, no, yeah, it starts. It looks like I shit my pants. It starts from the asshole and it works its way out because that's where it's coming from. I don't. I don't. Okay. It's so bad. I mean, and. Uh, I told you like a, a while back when I took those pictures like in high school mm -hmm. of my flubby, of nasty body. And one of them had my shorts and you see the asshole sweat, right? I would do anything to see that picture. I, I would Can have I see to, your butthole sweat picture, please? I would have to look it up on a hard drive that's like locked in a computer. It's like upstairs. You just told me to see it. That's why you had to see it. <laughs> Nobody's ever seen that fucking picture. <laughs> uh, but basically what I do, 
if I'm not working or if I'm working from home, I'm wearing board shorts. I'm wearing bathing suit I bottoms. I thought this was an update, not you telling people how you handle your assholes. What? Can you just... Shut up. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You want to you wanna follow along in the story, ma'am? <laughs> that's a little thing. That's a little <laughs> teaser. A little teaser for the rest of the podcast with Christy. So I wear board shorts. Mm-hmm. That's why you don't see it because board shorts, they don't really change colors a lot. So if my asshole starts sweating, you can't notice. You can't notice, right? Mm-hmm. But if I'm wearing regular shorts, underwear does nothing. But you wear those khaki shorts all the time. Yeah. And I'm just really adamant about like anytime I feel it, I got to go. Butt. I go. Yeah. And there's never like a, I got to be on it. Right. So I had, I had work. Right. So I'm, I'm going back into the office now. Uh, last week was the first time I'm back in the office. You are wearing regular pants. In yeah. There. And so I'm wearing jeans. Now jeans... They don't show it as much, but I've I've bled through jeans, baby. I've bled through some jeans. What the fuck is this update? I'm telling you, I bled through some jeans. And one day, so I wore the jeans, but one day I was wearing those shorts, right? Which ones? The khaki ones? The khaki I shorts, I love those right. ones. They look so good in you. And I'm at home and I left for work before my first shit. I was like, I don't have to you go. You did that like five times last week. It was only once actually. No, every single day you're like, oh, I keep leaving before my shot. And then you like pooped one time before you left. There was... One day in particular. Can okay. we just stay on point? This is the, my story. You're ruining <laughs> I'm sorry. it. Sorry. So I'm going to leave, uh-huh. and I didn't have to go until I get in my car, and I'm like, oh no. And it was bad instantly. It was bad instantly. It was I don't have to shit. I have to shit right now. That's how it was. I don't. I have to shit right now. That's so funny though, because I feel like if you actually had the urge to like, oh my god, I have to shit right now, you would go in the bathroom, you would shit, and you would get out, but you don't. You sit in there for thirty-five to forty-five minutes, and that doesn't feel like a shit that's ready to come out. That feels like maybe I gotta take a nope. shit, and I will shit in my. You state. shit, and then there's always some stragglers. No, then get up, go no. back later next time. You have to shit. And I'll never understand it. Why do you want to sit there on your phone? your fern watching porn with girls with headsets or whatever the fuck you're watching or Instagram scrolling, whatever the fuck you're doing for 45 minutes, breathing in your hot, fumy shit. Just get out. Mm-mm. You can go watch your porn wherever you want in the house. Let me I tell you something, care. Christy. And then you can go shit when you have to shit again. I'll I'd, never get it. I'd rather be in that bathroom. Like I know when we use the clean linen glade spray, I can still smell and taste your shit through that. It's so I know that while you're sitting there and the heat from the toilet is rising up to mm-hmm. meet your hands holding your phone. My shit's strong. Mine is the strongest. Let me tell you something, Christy. I'd rather spend 45 minutes in that shit stank box yeah. than have to go out in that house with you and that fucking dog just constantly burp, burp, constant <laughs> non-stop burp, burp, from you and the burp, burp, from the dog i go in there i lock the door and it's just me baby and you don't want to come anywhere near it which is awesome because my shit is strong <laughs> you will never take that away from me back to the thing i didn't have to shit when i left the house mm-hmm. i get in my car i'm like a minute down the road and i'm like it's fucking bad it's bad and i know i know i'm, ble- I'm bleeding through baby this is this is it I left the house without a tampon and it sure started. That's butthole sweat? It's butthole sweat. Sounds baby. like butthole leakage. It's sweat. I know. It's my I asshole. don't I don't want to know how you know. Please continue. Because I tasted it. I how hate how you. would you know? How else would you know? You gotta taste it. I fucking it's hate clear. You. It's salty. Like sweat. <laughs> oh, that was beautiful. Anyway, I get to 
work, I don't even clock in. I literally go straight. I walk in the fucking front door. I run. Well, right. now Barb knows you were an hour late to work that day. I run into the bathroom. I get in the bathroom. I turn my ass to the mirror. Sweat through. I don't believe you. Yeah, I sweat all the way through. I was, I was like, oh my god. And it, what really sucked is when I used to work there before COVID, and I'd be sitting there and I have to shit, but I, I like in the middle of something, so it would build up. I'm like, I'm gonna have to stand up. I'm gonna have to walk by everyone's desk. My ass is right at head height. All they have to do is turn just a little as I walk by. Like, and what's see... it look like when it's soaked through? Looks like. Hold your hands up. How big? Like, what's it look like? It's probably like that big. Right, in, what, right on my ass 3D? crack. What the fuck is it? Is it like this? Is it like this? What is? It? It's like three inches long, a couple inches wide, right on my asshole. Looks like I shit my pants. I love the story. And so when I get into the bathroom, I've, this has happened so much in my life that I I have a way of drying it out because you know when the pants are around your ankles, I sit there and I wave the pants with air, like just to get the air flowing through it, and then I take toilet paper and I ball it up and I put it on the sweat spot and I squeeze the fabric as hard as I can and it soaks into the toilet paper. I do that until it's gone, right? These are are stories you might not want to share with people. Why? (laughs) Why not? And I squeeze it. I'm telling you, I might be helping somebody right now. I might be helping somebody right now. So let me sidetrack just a little bit for this. You remember that show, Robin Big? Yeah, I I literally loved that show. I there was this one little scene that stayed with me one day, and I think it was like Rob got out of the car, or or sorry, Big got out of the out of the car or something, and then Rob like pantsed him, and he had like toilet paper stuck to his ass, and he just like laid a piece of toilet paper on his ass crack between his pants, and he's like, "What the fuck? Like why why are you doing that? Like what?" He's like, "I do it so I don't get streaks on my underwear," and I was just like, "That sounds like a mess." It just it sounds like a, a, a mess that I don't nobody should deal with, right? It sounds like it just get skids on your underwear if that at that point because it's you know, this shitty toilet paper is gonna get all balled up in there. It's gonna come apart. This is more horrifying than ratchet. Do you not agree though? Next week, let's talk about just tampons. imagine just imagine putting like a, a piece of no, toilet I'm, paper. I'm following. Continue. But I'm asking okay. you how don't you think it would like shred and like fall apart? Yeah, or get stick to you, get kind of crummy. Yeah. I just don't think it's a good idea. Yeah, every girl. Yeah, when you run out of a, t- you don't have a tampon. You start your period somewhere, and there's nothing you can do. So you just ball up a piece of toilet paper and kind of shove it in in your outer labia by your fuck hole, and you just have to like keep it there and walk until you can like get something, and then you go to like take it out. And not only is your labia super dry, but you got all these little fucking fun fetties stuck to it. Yeah, I can imagine. Continue. Cool. Yeah. See, I just wanted to match you. But what you're 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 a little closer to what my solution is, right? <laughs> <laughs> so every time mm-hmm. and this has been years mm-hmm. i'm you know i'm dealing with this shit you know drying out my fucking pants uh getting rid of Have the you sweat seen a doctor about this no this is normal drying out my <laughs> oh pants my and and doing this and and i always go back to that big i'm like dude that's not gonna i was like I, i'm gonna do it but then i'm just gonna sweat through the toilet but it's just useless it's not gonna do anything right but then i'm in the bathroom this week and I took that sh- massive shit and it was still sweating which means there's more to come right and I don't feel it now what but the there's going to be more to come later right your butt. Shh. and you know what you know what I do I take some toilet paper I kind of roll it up I ball it up but it's more of like a long ball it's not like a, a it's turd. not a ball shaped like, it's more a, turd. like a turd yeah skinny turd and I I placed that baby right down my ass crack and it it just stayed my, my two nice cheeks, they just hug it ever so tenderly. And it just stayed there. 
and I pulled up my pants and I walked out onto that office floor with pep in my step, hope in my heart and, and pride knowing that my asshole was not going to sweat through any longer. And when, it didn't. When did you take it out? Next time I went shit. So like maybe an hour later. But when I got up and I walked back to, I was the whole time I was sitting at my desk with that toilet paper down my ass crack. I was like, I'm sweating. I'm sweating. I can feel it. I can feel it. And finally, when I got back, when I got back up and I went to the bathroom and I looked, dry as a bone. <laughs> oh my! God. Dry as a bone. I hate my life. My secret is safe with me. No, it's not. You know what? I'd rather tell everybody here than have strangers see ass sweat. Strangers will never see the toilet paper in my ass because I'm wearing pants, Christy. But they can see the sweat because the sweat goes through the pants. It's easy math. <laughs> that is easy math, Christy. I now know what it's like to also to wear a thong, to wear a tampon, all that stuff. I'm so progressively feminist now. I get it. I, I get your plight. Most women would still argue. But nah, okay. nah. I'm just like a woman now. Just like a woman now, for sure, absolutely. And if you if you disagree, you can write in. You can call in. I know what it's like. What's, I know what what's like. it mean to write in? What's that? Road soda mail at gmail dot com. Cam. You can write on in and, right and on tell in me Cam. how how progressively awesome I am now that I'm putting toilet paper in my ass crack to keep the sweat from pouring through to my pants. I'm happy. I'm very happy. And, and and you know what you know what now I'm like speechless. Kind now of I, I now I hope that my ass crack sweats. You know why? Because I have a solution. Because so, you're gonna throw the piece of toilet paper at me like you did your kid's shitty diaper. You wanna bring that back up? Because that was a lot of fun. Where were we? I don't remember what happened. I, was, I know you. You were talking shit, and I had a poopy diaper in my hand, so I threw it at you. <laughs> it's easy again. Easy what math. What did I do? I don't know. Doing something, Christy. No, not to deserve the shit oh. after you threw the shit. Oh, you got you you got really upset, but the look in your eyes was like, <laughs> yeah. And then everyone you told, you try to tell them like like they're gonna be on your side, but everyone just laughed and was on my side because I thought it was pretty funny. That was like my it was part. funny, but it was like one of those things where you're like kind of raging out, even though it was funny. Yeah, but it was such a contained turd. It was like a very small turd. It was very wrapped up tight. I thought I was like threatening to get you back, or I was like gonna throw something at you, but it was like one of Lawrence's shits. Yeah. Is it much worse? Just a leaky, heavy, smushy. Dude, this is. Maybe we can put some toilet paper in his grass crack. And his ass crack. His ass crack. I'm, I'm really happy about Babe, this. Babe, I'm just going to give you, I've got some overnight maxi pads with wings. They'll mm -hmm. just, they'll stick right to your little boxer briefs, your little briefers. And you can just wear, why don't you just wear a whole fucking pad? Nah. I don't like the crinkly. It doesn't crinkle. Nah, it crinkles. My no, it doesn't. Crinkles. You know, I like the toilet paper. What I put the it up fuck? there, and then when I'm ready, and I go and I go to the bathroom, I just kind of I pull it out, let it go in the toilet, and just like a tampon, it's the same thing. It's the same same exact. You thing. know what? Why don't you just stick the tampon in your asshole since you want to? You know, it's not a bad idea. So we can be... probably suck up that sweat a little better, huh? It's, and then it has. It's a, not fucking sweat that's coming from the inside of your fucking. It's not. It doesn't come from the inside. It's just around the rim. Dude, it's you have, like your butthole leaks. You, you know have what it's anal like? Leakage. No, I don't. And you're calling it butt sweats. It's not leakage. It's sweat. It is 100% sweat, and I know for a fact it's like it's like my it's like my reverse mouth hole. 
You know, like when you're about to put food in your mouth and your mouth waters. Well, when food's about to come out my ass, my ass waters. So it's leakage from the inside of your asshole. No, no, it's not from the inside. There's no in your your colon doesn't sweat. I know it leaks. But yeah. Yeah. Mine's not. Let's... I don't have sweat coming out of my asshole. It's just around the asshole. But you said it. That's not how you described it. It's around the. It's like at the. It's the circle, and it's all coming from there. I wish we could call Doctor Drew. I wish. Um, Maybe we can call Dr. Gupta or whatever his fucking Gupar. I mean, he'll tell you about how my, my, he's like, he, 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 you know what he'll do? He'll be like, check this out. And he'll pull his pants down. He goes, me too, buddy. And he spread his ass cheeks and you see some toilet paper right down the fucking landing strip. Just like me. Cause that's what all industrious, confident men do when they don't want their asshole to sweat through their jeans. Does my face look as horrified as you thought it would? I'm kind of surprised. I'm a little speechless. I'm kind of surprised that I'm not. You heard it here first, guys. If you are having the same troubles I am, I'm here for you. We have a support group. We're we're out here for you guys, man. Write in. 706-200-1213. Call in. Roadsodamail at gmail.com. However you want to do it. You know I'm never going to let this die, right? Baby, I put it on a podcast and I let it out to... (laughs) To all tens of people. You can't get to me. You know why? Because my asshole don't sweat anymore. You know, my boss like listens to this. He tells people to listen to it. And he's just going to keep telling all these clients, listen to this podcast. Christy and her boyfriend do it. It's so funny. They got such great voices, great laughs, and good times. And they're going to listen to this fucking intro. And then they're going to listen to 25 minutes about how you plug up your fucking butthole to keep it from leaking everywhere. And if I can save just one of those poor souls... If I can just help one of these poor, wayward souls with the same troubles and problems that I have, my job is done, Christy. My job is done. Like, I put my face down there. Yeah, and you know what? You're welcome. Because I keep it nice and clean and dry. You really do. Like, I don't... It doesn't, no shit! It doesn't smell butthole You got a problem. That's because it's sweat. Sweat don't smell like butthole. Get it through your head. Up top, everybody. Now, how about another word from our sponsors? Hi, my name is Isaiah Cooper, and like many unfortunate people, I suffer from asshole sweat. And that's why I could not be happier to present our newest sponsor, Thompson's Tushy Rolls. My days of sprinting through the office to the bathroom before someone sees my sweat spot are over. With Thompson's Tushy Rolls, I am a more confident me. I no longer fear being in public, even in the worst of times, knowing that I've got a Thompson's with me. The Thompson's design fits snugly in place in anyone's ass, wicking moisture and holding it so that you don't have an embarrassing bleed through. Nothing is worse than someone pointing out that your butt is wet. So do yourself a favor and buy Thompson's Tushy Rolls. Thompson's Tushy Rolls. We have your crack. Hello and thank you for joining us. Oh my god. I was... Sloppy tits. Sloppy tits. Please contain yourself, sloppy.
I was gonna fart anyways. Sloppy tits, please, <laughs> please contain yourself. We are rolling. Oh, we are live. Shit. We are live. Uh, hello, everybody. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us this evening for your Road Soda News update. Here we are in the studio tonight. <laughs> we got to be news. Uh, we have an update. You sent me this. I did. How dare a woman send me a news article? Uh, this is a an update from our Millennial Book Club. Oh, it's actually the yeah. third the third one down. If we I should have put it at the top. Uh, this t- comes to us from NBC News, and it's an update for the Millennial Book Club that we did, uh, I believe, two or three episodes ago. Uh, you might remember it as Cuties. That's right. The show we can't get enough of. <laughs> oh my god! Netflix indicted in Texas over lewd depiction of children in cuties. Pissed off we're revisiting this. A grand jury indicted for promotion of lewd visual material depicting a child was filed on September 23rd over the French film. You know, I did already read this, and the only thing I will give them is it does talk on the pooter and the cooter shots that I thought were a little fucking weird. Right. But, like, outside of that, I was, like, the only complaint I had with everybody's losing their fucking mind over a stupid fucking movie. Um, other than that... I'm... Netflix is now facing a criminal charge <clears throat> in the ongoing backlash over Cuties, a French film centered around an 11-year-old living in Paris who wants to join a local free-spirited dance crew. Ah, ah, free spirits! A grand jury indicted for promotion of lewd visual material depicting a child was filed on September 23rd in Tyler County, Texas. According to Texas State Representative Matt Schaefer, a Republican, NBC News obtained a copy of the indicted Tuesday of the indictment Tuesday, confirming Schaefer's tweet. Uh, Netflix and every we will be drawing metadata for every single person who viewed it, and you will all be indicted together. That means you and I are on the chopping block here. We're going to get in trouble for watching that. Shocked. I know. Just toss us. They caught us. We're busted. JK, that's not what they're doing. But isn't that the th- Like, if they put it up there and then everyone watched, like, where does it stop? That's what I mean. Yeah, I just feel like, yeah, I'm, like, so over it. And also, like, how is Netflix the one that's, like... I mean, it wasn't. It was made, and then Netflix came over and like, yeah, we'll buy it. Well, can we put it on Netflix? Like, if they never bought it and it just stayed French forever, honestly, this is probably just going to continue to blow this movie up even more. It's just going to be. Yeah, I just feel like if somebody didn't do something, somebody would have gotten mad somewhere, and somebody's always pissed off about something someone's that doing. We're constantly doing is just trying to make sure we don't piss everybody off. What is that? What we're doing is just constantly making sure we don't piss off anybody. Like us or like the world? The world. Yeah, like it's yeah, constantly. If constantly. we don't if we don't indict Netflix, then Susie's gonna be really pissed. She, yeah, I think that's what you don't know what happened to Sushi. Sushi's been through this before. Like, honestly, oh. it's probably it's probably Mrs. Schaefer that's the problem. Ma- Representative Matt Schaefer's wife, he probably goes home every day and she's like, Did you see what they did? You're this why don't you do something, Matt? Why don't you fucking do something? You don't do anything around here. You don't do anything around here. Why don't you go write a bill and and do something with cuties. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I mean, like, I'm happy it's a conversation topic, I guess. You know, like, I appreciate things that are thought-provoking and bring up issues that we live with, things that aren't people aren't talking about, or maybe they are talking about, and I get it, and I like that aspect of it, but, like, 
I'm that's why I keep saying like we're gonna sue someone over hot coffee. I'm so fucking sick of this shit. Yeah. You like it just I think it's it's all just if I hope and I hope that Netflix and then also like this is gonna be it might be this isn't gonna be expensive for Netflix, you know. Right. Uh, whatever it is, there's they're, they're lawyered to the fucking asshole and back. But like the maker of this film, I hope she's not like upset about it. I hope she's like awesome. The more indictments, the more times this thing is put back in the news, it's better for her. It's literally just solidifying this movie as being some kind of like not cult classic, but something that we'll look back on and be like, Cuties was like, or like watch this forbidden film. Yeah, like 20, 30 years from now, they're gonna be like, wow, this movie was like. Even though right. it's just some stupid I'm glad you said that because movie. mostly I just fucking feel bad for her. I really I, do. Only after watching those interviews. Yeah. And like you can just see someone's demeanor and get their energy and everything and everything she was saying. And I just hope, you know, I just hope that she at least has like a manager or, or somebody, a friend, someone's close to her who's like, who who's really just pushing. Look, all publicity, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Like, yeah. Just you've made this thing. It's not it. it you made it. It's like your child. It's out there now. It's just going to do it. Some people are going to take it how they want. But every time somebody does something, it's just right back out in the public eye. And you just. Right. Let it happen. I mean, I don't really think this is probably the publicity she was looking for. St- I mean, that, but that's. You got to fucking I mean, it's kinda roll like with it. It's kind of like the worst of the worst. It doesn't like get much worse than. Like, You're right. But you just. Child fuckers. Just fucking roll with it. Her coochie shot movie. Yeah, that's the only part, man. It really is. It's the only part. But I do. We've already talked about this. Yeah. So many fucking times. Yeah, we went I think back. they had to shoot it that way in order to like show you what the fuck it's like. I mean, the yeah. whole the whole point of the movie was like, don't fall into this trap of sexuality. Yeah. And like, I think to reach the audience it needed to reach and make all the points you wanted to make, it had to be shot like yeah, that. Like, I mean, I we went back and we watched like we watched that that scene at least 10, 15 times together just to really study it and see what's going on. I mean, it I didn't seem that so bad. Much. <laughs> <laughs> also, like the it's not like these fucking little kids are like. Don't tell mommy I'm working on this show. Okay, I'm not allowed to show you. Like, their parents are probably fucking on set. Like, yeah. everybody signed off on it. Everybody knows what they're doing. But then that also starts stepping really close to, like, that parent that, like, does anything at, at anyone's cost to, like, make their kid famous. And they don't give a fuck. Like, they don't even care. Like, Yeah, but it's not like a six-year-old. It's a 13-year-old girl. Right. Like, go make your kid sleep with Michael Jackson or some shit. Just so you can get a little uh, that side money. Yep. Do you think Michael Jackson was like a good fuck at least? No, I think it was probably creepy, weird, and high pitched. Oh yeah. Maybe it was fun. Oh, you're doing such a good job. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe he turned. That's my. Maybe that's when he was like, "Come here." <laughs> maybe really, that came out. All right. Uh, we have some more news coming in to us from the Tulsa world. It's from Tulsa, Oklahoma, where all the good things happen. Oklahoma City jailers face cruelty charge. Playing Baby Shark on loop is inhumane. <laughs> Prosecutor says. Is this So your kid's not obsessed with Baby Shark? If he is, you we don't play it. Right. But like I wouldn't know, my yeah. nephew is disgustingly obsessed with Baby Shark. And I will tell you that I totally get this. Oh my gosh. These we're gonna completely skip this article. You know why? Why? Uh this will be the last, the first and last time I ever read an article from Tulsa World because I'm never going to read an article because fuck you, TulsaWorld.com. How dare you make me take a survey to read your news? I didn't get asked to take a survey. I got the whole fucking thing right here. It's making me take a survey. It's making me, I, I don't, I'm so mad. I'm so mad. I feel like 
I'm not, my energy levels are so much lower than they normally are because I'm still feeling the heavy sedation from the world's most intense acupuncture session. Mm-hmm. That I don't, I feel nothing. You feel nothing for baby shark? No, like I just, I want to get, get ramped po- up with you, but I, I'm heavily sedated. Naturally. I get it. You want to quit. Okay, just quit. Will you rub, will you rub my back first? No. <laughs> You just paid, you just had a, a, a Russian man do acupuncture to you. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. All right, ready? Let's just move to the next article. Wait, you're not even going to, two former detention officers Thank and their you. supervisor were charged Monday after an, inv- an investigation found inmates at the Oklahoma County Jail were forced to listen to the popular children's song, Baby Shark, on a loop at loud volumes for extended periods of time. What about all those poor daycare workers? At least four inmates were subjected to the inhuman discipline in an attorney visitation room of the jail last November and December. According to the charge, the inmates were forced to stand there the entire time, hands cuffed behind them and secured to the wall. Let me tell you um, something. They Can I just say this? That's inhumane, right? It's torturous. I think it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny. I mean, I don't. I think inhumane up. is a little fucking ridiculous. Out of all right. the things you could do to torture, yeah, people I, I don't think a dog. I don't think a dog would care in the slightest if you played Baby Shark on loop. So it's not inhumane. Yeah, but like because you, you can't use that torture on anything but a human. That's like the definition. That's like the definition. Literally, that torture only works on a human. Think about it. Name one other animal that would be affected in the slightest if you just played that all day long. I mean, I don't. How do you know that? Because they can't tell you. You would know if I do something that Ozzy doesn't like. He do, he lets me know, and he rarely doesn't like what I do. <laughs> I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. Ozzy is a very passive lover. He loves peanut butter. I know that. I know that's right. I know that's right, Mister Ozzy. Uh, I. But just as bad as it is, like they're indicted, and everyone's like, "These poor prisoners. These guys didn't do this." just for fun one day like the the officers weren't like you know it would be really fun <laughs> right. let's just get these guys and crank that on and see how see what they do oh, these guys were probably doing fucked up shit shanking people in the butthole yeah they were probably shanking people starting fights doing stuff That's and you know what a, i think it's a pretty genius yeah like the, i i whatever whatever happens from that i hope the officers come out and they're like well actually these four guys were uh planning to stab all of the Officers in the neck with sharpened toothbrushes. So we think that's actually a mild, a, a mild punishment. I ha- I have to just. She's gonna romp on gum during the news. I have to just for a second. Coming up next, in the next article. <clears throat> this one comes to us all the way from Budsoul.com. Budsoul. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny, Christy. Uh, <laughs> The cannabis industry is attracting Jews back to Germany. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, I put that one. I made I made that one. My, Jews love green. Yeah, anything green. They love money. <laughs> they love I it. didn't get that joke until you explained it's it. It's two meanings. It's a double entendre. <laughs> the Jews, I've heard the Jews love money. Also weed. Do Jewish people love weed? I like weed. Well, yeah. I don't think I've really met a Jewish person that's like not into weed or like. Yeah, but I don't feel like that's like a stereotype. Like, you right. know, the Jews, they love their weed. They love their ganj. I know, I don't right? I think that's a thing. It's low key. 
<laughs> it's low key. We're low key about it. And it's too expensive. And in, that's why they're going to run the shit. <laughs> that's right. That's the best way to do it. An increasing number of German Jews are utilizing their restored citizenship to return to their ancestral homeland and work in the German cannabis industry. The, uh, <laughs> we're never going back to Germany. The horrors of our homeland. We could never go back there. Ever. Okay, I guess we'll go. <laughs> <laughs> but you can make... Hey, we have this uh, blossoming industry. Following World War I, uh, II, American federal government money flowed into cannabis study in Israel while similar attempts were prohibited both in the U.S. and Germany. Because of this, Israel, during the later portion of the previous century, th I never knew this, I'm learning this for right now. The previous century and more during the past two decades has been the most innovative medical cannabis market because of the prosperity of cannabinoid science developed in the country. Holy shit. I never knew that. See, the, the Jews are about fucking money. Gotta pause for Oz, that stupid dog. I mean, weed, they're about weed. Israel is, is I didn't, I never knew any of that. That Israel was so, uh, you know, ahead of the, um, I the did. cannabis. You I did? knew that, yeah. That Israel was the one doing all that research? Yeah. You're fucking lying. <laughs> you don't know anything. <laughs> if it's not a makeup or a hair salve, you don't know about it. And now, another word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Super Weed Mart. Hello, we're Dan and Dave Weedenspiel. We don't just like weed, we love weed. At Super Weed Mart, everything is made from weed. Think like Walmart. They have everything Weed Mart, we have everything, and it's all made of weed. Everything is made from weed? Yes, weed jeans, weed sweaters, and how about a nice weed suit? But is it comfortable? Probably. Do you have patio furniture? Durable, high-impact, and totally smokable. Small appliances? We have blenders, toasters, and marijuana waves. Have you ever cooked a burrito in a marijuana wave? Listen, if you can think of the product, we'd have it. Now, are you guys talking about hemp? No, just weed. You can't smoke hemp. That's right. If you're looking for that hippie hemp, keep on walking in those Birkenstocks. But if you're looking for high-quality merchandise made entirely out of weed, then we'd like to see you. Come on down to the Super Weed Mart on West Main Street off of US 131 exit 38A, where the old Blockbuster used to be. Super Weed Mart, a Paco brand. Burned! I resent Roasted! <laughs> At least I know how to read. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Fast forward 80 plus years following the conclusion of the war, and things really have shifted Germany. After mandating that medical marijuana be paid under public health insurance in 2017, Germany is now the third largest legal cannabis country and the biggest medical marijuana market in the world. And Jews, uh, especially from Israel, the U.S. and Britain are also attempting to return to work in the now expanding German cannabis industry. Cool. Scale of 1 to 10, how much do you think I actually listened to that? Uh, if this, if the scale can go negative, I would it'd be deep. deep Did deep. someone say weed? That's all I That's got. That's right. <laughs> Throwback to our good friend uh, coming in right here, 
Another one. Hot hot off mm. the press. Hot off the press. Christy, will you pick this one up for us? It comes to us from SNNTV.com. This is a local uh, local news station. Suncoast News Network always do, does us well. He's Please. just checking out the plumbing? He's just checking out the plumbing is the name what I, I called that one. He's just checking out the plumbing. <laughs> Walmart worker arrested for video voyeurism. What's that word? Oh, my JK. God. This is, is this local? This is local. This comes to us from SNN 6. SNN News. Northport police arrested a Walmart maintenance worker after he used a cell phone to shoot photos underneath women's clothing at the store. Police say a shopper at the Walmart on Tamiami Trail alerted a woman after seeing 54-year-old Joey Kaufman take photos underneath her dress. Just uh, checking out the plumbing, ma'am. I'm the maintenance man. Just wanted to make sure everything's in. Oh, yep. Good work in order. Okay, I'll be on my way. Yeah, but like, how can you do that sneakily? I don't understand. I don't get... He tripped and fell. According to the Herald Tribune, the woman spoke to Walmart managers, but Walmart did find... did. I'm sorry. Did find any images of the victim on Kaufman's phone? It's SNN, baby. Just keep going. Okay. You know how I am about grammar. But the Northport PD's forensic team was able to download and extract multiple images involving more than a dozen women on Kaufman's phone. Kaufman later confessed and was charged with video voyeurism. So all of the creepy Walmart workers that oh. you think are creepy and might be watching you and you're like, nah, it's okay. We're every, everybody's everybody here. They're everybody's just somebody not, here at Walmart. Guess what? You're right. Just not caught yet. They're just not caught yet. I still love Walmart. Cancel Walmart. <laughs> he's. I'm telling you, he's just doing his job. He's just trying to make sure, you know, I'm the maintenance man. I just always have so many more questions of the mechanics of this stuff. That thing need any, any maintenance? Maybe like, he what was she his... doing? Was she, like, trying to buy a Reese's or something, bending over on the bottom shelf, and he's like, woohoo! Maybe she, like, what she was, like, he, he was, like, hiding in the coat rack. He was, like, hiding in the racks, the clothes. Yeah, that's, like... like, give me a good story. That's a good story. Yeah. Nobody gives a fuck he, that Walmart employees are creepy. We get it. He put his phone on a cane. Like, no offense. So I, I know people that work at Walmart. I'm like, I'm sorry. I he put his phone on, like, a stick or a cane. Yes. What are those fucking, what are the things called? Um, selfie stick. Yeah, and I was like holding it up underneath the just poking. Just uh, I was just doing it to see if anyone's in there because I have to go in there and change light bulbs and fix stuff in yeah, the dressing they, like, room. Didn't say they were in fitting rooms or anything. They just they said, didn't say they weren't. No, I know. I'm just saying like I want more. Is he hiding in a coat rack? Is he just like laying on his stomach and going on a woo and then like coming back out? I want the mechanics. That's a good story. That's news. Well, we're going to have to do some investigating journalism, uh, journals. Fuck it. Let's go to Walmart. We're going to Walmart. <laughs> we're going to ask, do you know Joey Kaufman? How did he do it? <laughs> How did he do it? Looking at him. He's a little, he's a little cross-eyed, huh? They always are, babe. Always a little cross-eyed. I wonder if you can really hear me just chomping away. We'll find out. Yeah, just keep doing it. That's going to drive people away. You sure won't. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> Last one. Coming in hot. This comes to us from timeslive.co. Man shot twice after robber expresses disdain for his outdated cell phone. Oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah, this is iPhone's best ad campaign yet. That's all. Uh, wow, it really is. So uh, a man was shot twice during an armed robbery for allegedly having a cell phone without a camera in Kagiso, west of Johannesburg. What the fuck are those places? South Africa. Thank you. 
the man was attacked in the presence of his girlfriend. I just want everyone to know that you're holding your fake earpiece right now. Just so you know. It was a temple piece even. Uh, of course, I'm trying to get in character. You would know nothing. You know nothing of acting. This is how we keep going. This is how we do it in Hollywood. <laughs> the man was attracted in the the man was attacked. My my my. I can't work like this. <laughs> the man was attacked in the presence of his girlfriend. The incident took place at the weekend, according to police spokesman Captain Solomon Sibia. Police were stopped on Sunday about uh, 1.30 in the morning by a... Cons- it would technically be 12.30, but it's fine. 12.30 in the morning. Shut <laughs> By a concerned resident of Chipsong after... <laughs> After he spotted a man who had been shot on a corner, Albert Lathuli. Gotta pause again for this dumb dog. He ruins. I can't do it. I can't work like this. Please don't turn turn. Please don't turn the podcast off, everybody. We're getting back into it. So after he spotted a man who had been shot at the corner of Albert Lathuli and Hector Peterson Street. The police went to the scene, blah, blah, blah. The victim was allegedly walking with his girlfriend when they were accosted by a man, an armed suspect. The suspect held up the couple at gunpoint as he demanded cash and their cell phones. The victim handed over his cell phone. I'm adding, uh, God, Jiminy Christmas, guys. The victim handed over his, (laughs) but he suspect, ha, see, they fucked up. But the suspect was not impressed as the phone had no camera. He then fired two shots at the victim. Said, see ya. You know what? Lesson learned. You know what I like about this? The new iPhone 10 you can pick up at Sprint for less than $10 a month. (laughs) Three cameras. That's three cameras. Yeah, but I'm like actually invested in this news article and I want you to finish because they're telling a fucking story. Three more than zero. That means you're not going to get shot three. You get That's three saves from being shot. Mm-hmm. iPhone. Yes. The iPhone 10. Sign up today. Sign up now. Or get shot. The suspect who is wanted by police also took the girlfriend away and threatened to rape her. So get it or you will get shot and raped. And your girlfriend will get raped. <laughs> And you can't do anything about it because you're shot because you're shitty phone. She, however, managed to escape. She had a good phone. It was a Samsung, but (laughs) the victim was taken to hospital in serious condition with two gunshot wounds to the upper body. It's pretty sad. Really fucked up. Very, very fucked up shit. But uh, seriously, just don't have well, a... Yeah, now the station commander is urging people to refrain from walking late at night and to heed the lockdown regulations. We are worried that people defy and ignore instructions related to the curfew and thus play into the hands of ruthless criminals. We wish people could help us fight and minimize crime by taking lockdown regulations seriously. Blah, blah. I work for Boost Mobile. Wow. He's just trying to make a sale. I'm it trying worked. to make a sale. It worked. I'm going to go buy. Buy me a new go, iPhone. I'm going to go buy another phone right now. I don't even need it. Just do it because of this article. Do you know the reason I had to go to the AT&T store to help my boss's partner's cell phone is because he had some like sort of update and promotion. So they gave him four brand new iPhones for free and nobody needed them. He's like, okay, I guess we'll use them. So now they just have like two sitting in the box. I'm like, what are you going to do with those? I don't know. They're selling Keep what, them. I don't know. What kind of iPhones? I don't fucking know. It's probably the same one you have. You have a new one. I have the same one you do. Yeah. It's the newest one. 
There's no newer one? There's no newer I one. I have the newest one. I've never had the newest one before. I've never had. This is the newest one. It's not as good as mine, but it's, Yours it's okay. Yours is just bigger. And uh, I know that's right. You see how many cameras there are on that? Look Don't who's I not getting it? shot. Oh, you do have one more. Look who's not getting shot. Shoot my girlfriend. Rape my girlfriend, but don't shoot me. Don't shoot me. I got three cameras, bud. <laughs> Check this shit out. One, two, three. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for the news. Until next week, I'm Isaiah Cooper. With me, as always, the sweater puppy pu person. The sweater puppy person. I love it. The TT with the, t with the tatas. The TTs with the chi-chis. I oh, love it. The... the, the the news anchor you tune into just to see her tits. Thank you very much, everybody. <laughs> Have a good night. This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by Magnet Mound. I'm Vinny. And I'm Lionel, here to bring you Magnet Mound. Pornhub stats show the bush is coming back. But you've been rocking a landing strip. Who can keep up? Stop chasing the trends. Whether you want your twat as bald as Professor X or so thick that he needs a machete, Magnet Mound is your set it and forget it solution. Our in-house doctor surgically installs a magnetic plate right above your cooch. Then our special metal fibers simulate pubes. Sprinkle them on to dress up your box using our Etch-A-Snatch app. The Etch-A-Snatch app comes with preset designs, or you could draw what you like. With an easy press of a button, bam, you're in the 70s. Bam, you're in Brazil. Bam, you've got a full man chew. It's a pubic revolution. And for guys, try our Wooly Willy app. You are just a minor, day surgery away from the most electrifying grooming of your life. Magic Millennial Book Club Millennial Book Club Mighty Ballistic Cuisine Everybody gather around, <laughs> gather around for this mighty ballistic cuisine. Go on. Food served from 20 <laughs> feet away. The finest cuisine served through the air. <laughs> Do they like shoot it into your mouth? Yeah, yeah. You know, like you see those cooks in India, like mm -hmm. the street guys, and they're like, tink, 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 and then they like throw it over their back and another guy catches it. Mm -hmm. Well, that other guy is you and you catch it in your mouth. I was like picturing more of like a t-shirt gun sort of situation yeah we got that too if we got a party of over three <laughs> we thought of everything over here mighty ballistic cuisine <laughs> food blasted into your face you've never does it come with mighty hot sauce well well yeah we gotta rob it from the the mcdonald's mcdonald's though. we got a we got a guy that works at mcdonald's and uh you know we don't worry about that <laughs> what we do is You've never had Sloppy Joe's until it's been launched into your face at 30 feet a second. Sign me up. Sign me up. As long as there's mac and cheese, I want it. All right, guys. Go to the GoFundMe for Mighty Ballistic Cuisine. You can find that in the show notes. Mm -hmm. But uh, until that gets <laughs> off the ground and we can kick this stupid podcast, let's do the Millennial Book Club. The exciting conclusion to Ratchet. I was waiting for you to say that we're just fucking watching Netflix. We're just Netflix. fucking watching Netflix. That's Thank what you. the Millennial Book Club is. <laughs> there is no books in this club, so you can wipe that sweat off your forehead, all you millennials. Don't worry.
Well, I know you have a hard time reading, so I, I have the hardest reading time. I couldn't do that. No reading for me. No. The you thought cuisine was spelled with a Q. You you thought you should shut up. <laughs> God, this lady over here. Uh, and so last week we started. We our last week's uh, you know assignment for the mm-hmm. book club was ratchet and we started getting talking on it and you i could see that longing look in your eyes like your ship was sailing and i'm never gonna <laughs> watch it again and so i said don't worry baby we're gonna we'll do a, a round two on this a we'll wrap a twofer yeah. and we'll mm-hmm. wrap it up so this is the part two of ratchet and before we begin so last week we had we we're like just binge it go watch it right right and so that's why we everyone had to finish it and we come back here i uh i had a google alert set up for just ratchet mm-hmm. getting a lot of stuff because it is it's been three weeks running in like the top spot yeah. on on netflix and very um, popular very popular yes and some of the news articles are things like um uh at, at first all the Sound first it out. It's okay. the Sound first it couple out. of weeks it was like nurse ratchet taking away nurse ratchet the best thing on netflix taking away and now by the third week it's things like ratchet receives bad reviews despite quickly becoming the most popular show show wow. how many seasons will ratchet have ratchet is the nurse beyond saving sarah uh, paulson's ratchet will leave you wondering how wretched people can be i mean that one's a little bit better but yeah so let i me- still stand by all those headlines like this one, Ratchet receives bad reviews despite. Not that one. So let's 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 read this one. Ratchet uh, released on two thousand, sorry, September eighteenth, two thousand twenty, has quickly risen to the top of the Netflix public ranking. Blada blada. Uh, Ratchet, based loosely off the origin story of Nurse Ratchet, a character in the nineteen sixty two novel One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest, despite good opening numbers, the eight episode season created by Ryan Murphy was received has received a large amount of negative feedback. Such as? From critics following its release. Critics from many notable publications. Um, let's see. NPR's Linda Holmes wrote, Ratchet is a beautiful... Ratchet is beautiful, but it's really bad. The messy eight-episode first season of the Netflix horror thriller succeeds as compendium of stunning images. But that's about it. As a story, it is nonsensical self-indulgent and unsuccessful at staying at saying anything about ratchet herself except something along the lines of people do the darndest things um linda holmes should shove it up her ass shove it up your ass linda holmes uh critics in disapproval of ratchet seemed all but disappoint all my god guys let's work on this together you can do it thank you baby thank you (laughs) Critics in disapproval of Ratched seem to all be disappointed with Nurse Ratched's connection to the original character. Uh, CNN's Brian Laurie wrote, It's a little too reckless, and the connection to One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest feels conspicuously tenuous. I really hate when people do this. Just use big words to sound smart and just to shit on something? First of all, fuck you for thinking that my poor knowledge in big words. Mm -hmm. No, but when people, they have this sort of thing... (laughs) 
where like it's either continued from something else, a prequel, a sequel, or like inspired by, and they remake yeah. it, and then everybody gets mad that it's not the same. It's thing not it exactly. Was, it's not the same like, thing. It doesn't tie in. Like that's not. Yeah, they okay. said it. They all said it was loosely. Even at the beginning of every episode, there's a little message at the bottom. It's like loosely based. It's just yeah, like, like every fucking movie made off of a book or anything is like based on. Everyone's like, but that's not how it is. Like, yeah, no shit. Go read it's just the book. like an adaptation of it. This is the movie. It's different. Yeah. The movie's different because it's Why? not Why a book. Why are you gonna base it on that? That's stupid. People are no one's stupid. like, hey, we're gonna see if this story is good or not based on how much you track the original. Like that doesn't. Mm-hmm. We get it, everybody. It's you read. I, there's a stand-up comedian that said that. We get it. You read. Uh, while a series zeroes in on social mores of the time, including homophobia and sexism, it plays mostly like an excuse for more gruesome horror story style violence. Yeah, that's the whole fucking point. No shit. The result, simply put, is that ratchet becomes wretched and the wrong re- and uh, and for the wrong reasons, and even f- filed. <laughs> the, the th- okay, here's the thing. Let me let me just. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Let me just save myself real quick. <laughs> it's because I'm reading a dick bag who talks <laughs> so differently than I would. Like yeah. his choice of words, like my in my mind, the next word that I would choose is never the word this guy chooses, and it's so it's very hard to uh, read. And even filed into the cabinet of guilty pleasures doesn't deserve an extended stay. Absolutely. Yeah. Of course, uh, it's Ratchet. People's critic. Tom Galetto wrote, set in California after World War II, Ratchet is an intoxicating psychological thriller with luxurious sets, beautiful period costumes, reams of plot, and quite a few moments of vicious gore. Imagine a telenova, telenovela directed by Alfred Hitchcock. Paulson, an actress who achieves her effects with fine, precise detail somehow manages to acknowledge the camp value of all of this without playing into it. His sounds pretty good. This review is boring. Yeah, this is all boring. So, sorry. How do you feel? We so we have we That's finished. That's what this is really about. <laughs> That's what this is really about. I just wanted to put out there because that's it, it. You always get that when there's people unanimously being like, "This, is, I, I love this. It's a lot of fun." I mean, it's they're not breaking grounds with any kind of like mind blowing plot or something that's like this incredible Oscar winning thing. Yes and no. It's just really fun. Yeah, but I think like the parts of it that are wretched and cringeworthy is the fucking point. That's why right. it's like you're taking this plot line about mental illness and these patients in these old school mental hospitals and stuff, and then you're turning them into horror you know what i mean so like and then you think you're like oh it's just going to be this person that's horrific and all this stuff and then it turns out to be every fucking character yeah and then it feels like you're overwhelmed and bombarded by it all but like that's that's what keeps you hooked and you can't look away it's like almost has that sort of cringiness that tiger king did at some points where it was like ah this is hard to watch yeah the only difference is this tiger king was real (laughs) there's the difference i i agree i agree i mean there was did you ever see the movie roma no uh it was like this black and white spanish movie or like a lot of it yeah i think the whole thing was black and white but it won like oscars for like foreign film and everything and i watched it. it's just like you know but everyone yeah. everyone's stroking about it like oh fuck yeah and um but with this and i guess you can see and and that's when everyone jumps on the bandwagon of it, out of it being good but with this it's kind of it is good it is very good it's entertaining but it's not like going to be one of these groundbreaking Oscar things like I was saying but like 
So then it leaves room when everyone starts to kind of enjoy it. There's always going to be dick bags who sit down and go, oh, everyone's liking it. Let me watch it. Let me, I'll tell you if it's good or not. And then they just sit down prepared to shit on it. That's how I feel. Those, that's kind of what I felt these people. Yeah, I mean, they just want to shit on everything. They just so. want to shit on it. I just want to shit of a critic. It's I like feel like sh- overall, most people really like it. Or like everyone's talking about it. Like, oh my God, you have to watch it. You're right. There's, it wouldn't be the number one for so long if people didn't like it. That's, that's, the, I mean, it would be one thing if it was the top for like a week and then everyone watched mm-hmm. it. And I was like, yeah, it's kind of shitty. But everyone's telling their friends to go watch it and everyone's watching it and mm-hmm. it's still going. Um, it's, how'd you feel about the ending? I actually liked it. I didn't think I was going to. I wasn't sure where they were really going to go with it because I did so many like dream situations or here's lots of potential endings that they were like showing. Mm -hmm. You want his bone? Yeah, this dog needs his bone. Ozzy or the... Um, Here, why don't you lure him over there? Ozzy, come here. Yeah, there was that like long dream sequence. Like, and like right lots towards of potential the end. endings where like yeah. this could happen or this could happen so you didn't really know but I actually really liked it because it kept it open for a season two and I didn't think there was like no part of my brain that's like oh god I hope there's going to be a season two and they like left it open and I know people get really mad about stuff like that but I love it when it's kind of open ended even if they didn't make a second season you could imagine that that sort of like cat and mouse game or the hunt where it's like all of a sudden Mildred turns into this person that you like and you love and you understand where she's coming from and she's not so dreadful because it's all about protecting her family. Which is exactly what happened after eight episodes. Uh-huh. And so then, but then by the end, it turns back in. She like, you get this little glimmer that that dirty bitch is still inside. Oh, yeah. She's like, no, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you, brother. Like, yes. And yeah. So, well, I do know. So you get like a little bit of the happy ending, but also still like. Still ratchet, baby. Evil prevails. Yeah. And. I do know that the show was purchased for two seasons. Fantastic. So there will be a second season. I 100%. loved it. I just thought it was super cringy. Very mm-hmm. cringeworthy. Mm-hmm. Like um, 90 Day Fiance cringeworthy. Like can't watch. The level of manipulation is fucking maddening. Right. And just it's everywhere you look. And once you think you figure out who the worst fucking person is, that person's just as shitty. And then you turn around and that person's super fucking shitty. And they're all just manipulating each other. Yeah. And it makes me think a lot about mental hospitals like that or just situations especially in the time period that it is right all those people that are working there too like as far-fetched as it all is it doesn't seem that far-fetched to me like i'm sure a lot of shit like that happened yeah especially with people weren't like regulating the way those sort of facilities were run obviously because they're not fucking around like that anymore you know what i mean right so like i think a lot of people that it doesn't seem too far-fetched that a lot of fucked up people worked in fucked up situations like that and did a lot of fucked up shit to people, especially when mental illness wasn't understood. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think the whole barbaric feel of the entire thing is, seems very plausible to me. Oh yeah. I, I, I agree. It does seem very, it is very plausible. And like, I, um, also before, cause we haven't, we really haven't said anything just in case. Super spoiler alert. If you're worried about that, I don't want to be responsible for your bad day. So, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, I'm just, well, that's what the, the alert is. If you don't, if you don't like it, you just, you know, skip over it or please go watch it. Uh, but just to continue our conversation about it, cause like even more specifically, like Dr. Hanover, mm-hmm. like the, you know, the Filipino doctor guy, he ended up 
becoming like one of my favorites you know yeah because you can tell kind of when he had his like breakdown and he was crying of course these guys was like over you know just doing drugs which most of those people in those positions were back then um they were just riddled with all any of all those drugs they can get their hand on they were putting them putting them in themselves <clears throat> but you know he genuinely wanted to fix people help people yeah. he really wanted to help people and he was doing what he everything he thought he could to help people i thought his part was going to be more con art con artisty i mean it was still pretty con artisty it was because he changed his his name to and open up this hospital but he still had like a medical background i thought it was just going to be all like i'm a complete quack i just made yeah. everything up but from the backstory that we heard you know he was this he was working with medical patients he was a actual doctor working with medical patients that were in the japanese internment camps in world war ii and then you know once he lost his family then it's when he I mean, I felt for him the most. I don't think he was ever really one of my favorite characters. I thought he was pretty slimy and cowardly the entire time. Right. I was kind of fascinated by it just because I think the parts of it show into what those sort of facilities may be like. Like I was I was interested in his character, but definitely not one of my favorites. He was slimy the whole fucking time. I mean, all none of the characters are like if you had the only character that's like a good guy, good character is Huck. I mean, we're not. I was so upset when he died. Me too. I, was, I like. I was, I was like, no, upset. please, please, just don't let it be. I didn't him. think it was gonna happen. I didn't either. I was pretty sad about that. And they were just like, ah, get bye. I'm like, how you fuck? He was the literally the only person, the only kind-hearted, good person in the whole thing that meant well the whole time. The only thing I don't like or doesn't make sense is how this whole thing ended with Edmund feeling betrayed. Like, I just don't think that's a sense of betrayal. Like, I think her idea of how to euthanize him instead of him getting the chair is like incredibly fucking kind-hearted. Right. And I get like, I thought about that and I'm like, you know what? If I was in that situation, I would feel, I would hope you would do that for me. I would hope you would like let me pet Porky, pet Porky the pig. And I'm just having a good time with these farm animals. And then you can just hold my head in your lap while you fucking euthanize me. I would be like, thank you. Like that's, you're in the arms of the person you love. It's peaceful. You don't see it coming. I mean, it has like all, it's a recipe for a beautiful death, especially when you're about to get fucking fried. If yeah, if you're, how's that betrayal? If your ticket's already punched for two weeks, it kind of, it kind of be nice if it did happen out of the blue and you didn't have to like think about it all day. And she couldn't do anything else. Everything was out of her hands and she was completely relentless and being like, what can I do? What can, at least if I lost this battle and I can't save my brother, what can I do to make that like, please? And she yeah. found a way and got people to agree. And it's like, betrayal, I will kill you. I'm like, yep. what? Yeah. And of course, this, uh, he already screwed up the first plan that was supposed to get him out of there. He did. Completely screwed it For up. For Dolly, I really For liked Dolly. that whole situation. I feel like when we were watching that, you like hated it and you're upset and you're like breathing and holding your head and stuff. And I was like, so into it and so happy and like clapping. Like, I love it. I love it. Why? Because he. He was killing people. She was fucking batshit and I loved yeah. it. And it was like so something you didn't see coming, but they made her such this like she was always in the forefront of everything. And like her name, her she was the only one with this little button with her name on it. And mm-hmm. they were always showing her and you were like kind of confused. And then it just turns out that she's the fucking maddest of them all and like right. went out, got killed anyways, just for him. I loved it. I loved it. Oh, so that, much. that whole part. I mean, the part when they just left the ball. I love that too. That was a little upsetting. What? I don't know. I really like that. that oh my I really like that security guard. He was a nice guy. I mean, yeah, but for the sake of like horror cringe. Of course, yeah. Walks up. You got fucking to. Fucking Harry Carey slices his throat and they fucking bolt together. I thought it was beautiful. 
Yeah. Beautifully done. Like it was Blast just Blast that lesbian in the chest. <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> no, but like for the for the sake of story writing and like not seeing things coming or just like that sort of turn, I think I was really pleased. Yeah, because as the viewer, you know there's two different plans going on. And you're like, what's he gonna choose? What's mm-hmm. gonna happen? Is he gonna go along with and Nurse he chose Ratchet? Crazy bitch. Classic. And he um I chose love. Chose love, Mildred. You mean pussy? I love it so much. Honestly, I mean not not the I always think about what I would do like if I just woke up one day and I was in that situation, like mm-hmm. obviously I could never get there killing a bunch of priests and shit. But like if you're in that situation, like where you're incarcerated and you're about to be like put to death or something, like, yeah, I'd probably go pretty crazy trying to escape. I'd probably yeah, go ballistic trying I to I feel like myself. those sort of personality types anyways though, like, there's nothing to lose. There's nothing That's to lose. They, yeah. yeah. I mean you get into that situation you feel like you, again you're you're already on your way out. Why not just go ape shit? You know, in a lot of countries, um, I think Germany is one of them. There's a lot of, just a a high number of countries. Uh, If you escape from jail and then they catch you, they don't add anything to your sentence. They don't do anything. They just put you back in jail and just continue serving your sentence because it's, Mm. you're, it's, because it's, it's human nature to want to run away and be free. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Pretty nice. Yeah. But um. <clears throat> anyway, so <laughs> no, I just I, thought that I just... you thought you would find that interesting. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, that's interesting. And now another word from our sponsors. This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by Squeaky Brakes Limited. Here at Squeaky Brakes Limited, we fix squeaky brakes and squeaky brakes just. Oil change? Take that shit to someone else. Brake squeaking? We've got you covered. Our two professionals will analyze the problem, pinpoint the squeak, and apply anti-squeak to de-squeak your wheels. Cars, bikes, tractors, if the wheels are a-squeaking, we are a-fixin'. What about a top-off on your wiper fluid? That's not a squeaky brake, stupid! Here at Squeaky Brakes Limited, we fix squeaky brakes and Squeaky Brakes Just, the only trusted brand in Squeaky Brakes. Jeff at Only Squeaky Brakes had an affair with my wife. Tires a little flat, not our problem. At Squeaky Brakes Limited, we fix Squeaky Brakes and Squeaky Brakes Just. Come on down today. That's cool. How do you feel about that lady with multiple personalities? Um, I thought, I think all the acting all across the board is pretty phenomenal. Yeah. I didn't really like her at first, I think, because I've watched other shows with people with multiple personalities and they just fucking hit it out of the park. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. like there was a part of her performance in the beginning where I'm like, Jesus Christ, this it's is too- so over dramatic. It's too much. It just, I wasn't really getting it for me. And so then she, I was happy when she left. When she came back, it was like, you crazy bitch. I, yeah. I loved it. I, th- I thought it was great. You know what I like is bec- the entire movie is really like characterized. And Absolutely. So like, or not the movie, but the entire show. So like everyone is is acting is like turned up mm-hmm. a lot, you know. And it makes but it yeah, feel I very felt theatrical. Yeah, I felt the same way about about um, her too. I was like, yeah, it's a really over the top. But then once I was like, but that's like the whole movie. The whole movie is really kind of cranked up. Or the whole show is really cranked up like that, you know? But I love shows like that where it's like <clears throat> there's this element that feels very real and very plausible and it makes you think about the way things were in that time period and just how real it all seems. But at the same time, the costumes and the imagery are so fucking jacked up that it's beautiful. And then at the yeah. same time, the way that it's all acted out is is very theatrical. So it's like this 
this whirlwind, mm-hmm. this it's fuckery. A you know what I mean? Takes like, over the world. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean. Like it just takes you to so many different places in one sitting. Like that's there was never a part of me that was like bored or checking my phone or like is this fucking show over? It was just like right. there's always something in that aspect. I really, I really like that. They really, they did a great job at tickling everything. Yeah, I um, the only thing I I think because you're a lot of it. We keep going, or I keep going back to this. Like it's all turned up a little bit anyway mm-hmm. but the amount of like death and murder there was of just like regular people and then the lack of like investigation into it or the lack of like trouble yeah that people felt Does that bother you it was kind of i don't know but it it's just, not an investigative show you're right it's not i don't mean investigative but like you know with how many people ended up getting killed like the cops never showed up and were like um now, yeah. like, she never felt the heat on her back for killing people. No one just, it just, you kill people and just, that's it. They just disappear. You, you put them in the furnace and no one ever shows I hate up. people like you. No one shows up knocking on just your door. Just like my mom, you try and solve every fucking show or movie before it's over. And then afterwards, you're like, but this is implausible. You couldn't do that in real life. Like, what's a fucking show in a movie? You're, you're right. not supposed to be thinking about what's happening outside of those. So, like, that's, it's not about the heat that's coming. I'm sure maybe those things do exist, but like, you're just looking at one viewpoint and You're one right. storyline. So and I and agree. And I about. give it, I, I give them like they made the world for me and they made, so I, I'm playing by all their rules. I don't think that's outside the, the realm of what they've built for the cops to come sniffing around because that the hitman that they killed is like, Oh, we heard he was here last at this, uh, you know, in this yeah, place. He's, a hitman. he's probably living under the radar. I don't know about him. Also, the time period in which it was. Right. I mean, I feel like maybe now things would be a bit yeah, different. Absolutely. But like the time period that it was, I think they got rid of a lot of the bodies. Maybe if people did go missing, I just feel like they could be looking for them. Like, where did that guy go? <clears throat> I don't know. I just because it didn't ruin like, it. It wasn't something. You're right. It wasn't. And I'm not like mad or upset. And it doesn't take away from the movie at all. At all. I, or again, the fucking show. It doesn't take away from the show at all for me. I just, I don't know. Well, it was just something like I thought if, about. Like every Quentin Tarantino movie, like why aren't the cops after him? It just, like, it was not... right. But that's, you know, the Quentin Tarantino, it's like, you know, much different universe. It was just a question in my mind. That was, it just felt like a loose end. It just felt like yeah. a question. Like, again, it didn't ruin it. It didn't, it was just something I was thinking about. Yeah. And if they never answer it, I'm not going to go, well, it, you know, the whole fucking thing sucked because of that. I'll never no, say that. No, I just that. think like, I just feel like in a lot of different stories, shows, movies, whatever, I think a lot of people are like always asking these questions. And I, I think we talked about it a lot, even when we were watching it, where I'm like, just, I just like to let the story be told. You're, you're getting a story told to you. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, no matter what the show is, the haunting of Bly Manor, whatever the fuck I'm watching right now, you know, you can ask 10,000 questions, but it's just, you're being told a story. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they did kind of create a different universe, but it like pulls you into something super real and makes it really thought provoking <clears throat> on so many different levels. But like, I just don't really go that route. When I, I watch just, stuff. I don't know. I, I just, it's just how I watch things. I'm not, I am. It was just a, just a, well, your thoughts are shit. It was just a query. It was just a query. I just always, I don't know. And maybe we'll see it later. We don't know what's going to happen in the second season. I just don't feel like the police work is the same then anyways. I no. mean, obviously, like, was it the governor, the mayor, whatever the fuck he was, is trying to get all these votes anyways, and everything's getting really political, or he's making all these decisions to sway votes. I just feel like the time period, too, is not 
Oh, of course. 48 hours true crime shit. Oh, no, no. The FBI wasn't even created back then. They didn't have, like, interstate communications when it came to, like, investigating killers and that kind of stuff. It was just... It was was a much different world back then. So, like... But the, the fucking mayor throwing the kill switch, that was... That was crazy. Yeah. Cause like uh, that was a that was a crazy like the mayor is it not only is in the room the actual little death room but he's like hey, let me can I do the honors let me go ahead and make that motherfucker burn fry him up like flipping the switch that was crazy that was really crazy but it makes I, me think of if shit like that and maybe not to that degree but probably fucking happened I think everything was like so hush hush. And this idea of like secrecy and stuff, especially with the the patients, and I don't think people are like checking on what happens to people in mental facilities and no, stuff like that. You back know what then I mean? It was, I mean that was kind of what One Flew Over the Cuckoo's <clears throat> Nest was. It really was supposed because it was written in you know the '60s, but it was about the '40s or '50s whenever that shit was going on, and it really was supposed to be this like really kind of bleak, helpless insight into these people's yeah. lives that get stuck in there because um jack nicholson's character in the movie is put in there and i guess you know he's thrown in there he's fine but is thrown there for what i don't remember the reason and but they're treating him like he is a fucking invalid yeah. and then he's like out of his mind but the whole time he's like i'm not i'm not crazy like yeah and nurse ratchet comes up everybody everybody says that everyone Right. That's why I think that's like what I keep trying to drive home for some reason, even though I'm sure I'm just repeating myself is like we all know that those things happened. We all know that it was like that. But when you have this like modern presentation of a timeless era and the things that were going on. And I feel like this era that people kind of idolize or the way things used to be. And it's so beautiful and everyone's so beautiful and so wonderful. And then it just like when you portray it in a modern day environment you realize how fucking barbaric it is. Like, Horrific. All, all the way across the board. And it's not just the way the patients are being treated. It's the manipulation of the people that work there. The ner- like, the dynamic of, of how they go up the hierarchy of everybody and how that just permeates everything is what I thought was, like, super thought-provoking about it. I'm yeah. like, I bet you this shit fucking happened. Yeah. And that's, like, those people's worlds, they do it every single day. I bet you that shit's not that far off. Mm-mm. I don't think so. You know, not to like all the murder and chaos, but like. But still just like the manipulation, the disgusting shit. And people were so different and like isolated. Like their worlds were very isolated because they didn't have the internet and whatnot. Right. So it was just like whatever's in front of you, whatever's your world, you get up, you go to work, you you read the newspaper. That's that's your fucking world. You don't have. Right. You know, get to see all your friends from all over the countries and what, what the fuck life they're living and whatnot. It's just a. I'm also really, really glad that Mildred ended up embracing her lesbianism. <clears throat> she, um, I really, really liked that. I really did. Because it like kind of pissed me off the way she was handling it, even though I felt it fit. Right. But like, I'm just really glad that... Yeah, her whole story, that whole... Her entire little coming to terms with her sexuality arc was very... It was very well portrayed because <clears throat> she was very, you know going along with it just like as a friend but like kind of being naive about it but she also knew what she was doing and, and manipulating then, and manipulating and then you know as she got further down that track she like really started opening up and realizing and yeah i'm just glad that's like what softened her especially in today and today's issues in today's society i really liked that i'm sure if she didn't it would have been quite the fucking uproar for whoever the fuck would have been offended by it mm-hmm. but i'm just really glad that that's what yeah. they did and that's how it ended up going yeah. I really liked that. And I liked it was it was something, you know, they dealt with 
that back then it was a yeah you know back then it was much different than Absolutely. people these days being a little a little loosey-goosey these days it's different nobody gives a shit right back then it was you know it meant something a lot more <clears throat> i thought for sure she was gonna kill the mayor i kind of did too i was like they're building this guy they're making him such a prick right now <clears throat> there's no way he's just gonna but get that was away. like the evolution of her character and how i think that the love did soften her like her getting love in her life or like you know being on this big mission to protect her brother and killing or doing whatever at all cost and then she finally like softened and succumbed and so i thought that was just like the evolution of her character but i was like super waiting for her to just fucking jab him in the jugular with a steak knife yeah he ended up being the person that i hated the fucking most i was thinking that while we were watching it before we came over here i hate him more than anybody Oh, he's the fucking he's mayor. He's the fucking worst. He's the sheriff. He's the dick swingingest. Oh I'm the my fuck, God. fuck you look at you with your legs and her ass. You might make whole steak to fuck. I don't know. Let me get yeah, another drink. Dude, he's the worst. And I like didn't hate him in the beginning. He's, like the way they all warmed him up. You're like, okay, he's kind of talking in like a shitty way towards women. Or you can tell it's an, an old timey train of thought or whatever. And then you just realize the fucking scum that he is. I'm saying fuck a lot. I'm really sorry. You need to turn down the cursing a little bit. <laughs> I mean, this uh, this podcast is not really about that. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, he really was cranked up. And the way that last the last couple scenes were in the show, I just, they were making him, they were just turning him up so much. And I was like, usually they do that before, like if someone's yeah. about to die, you're like, they really make you hate them. So you're like, fucking die. Right. But it never happened. Maybe it, maybe it will happen later on. I also really love that the three most unexpected people ended up banding together, like Edmund, Charlotte, and whatever the alcoholic flapper lady was. Oh yeah, like them driving away with a bunch of fucking rifles and shit and just pure madness. Yeah. Like I loved that because that like brings you back to this idea that it's all a fucking show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just like it's all and just- I goofy yeah. it's it's yeah it's out there like i when loved they it. yeah and then they get to the when he you know he gets off the phone with her at the end and he gets in the car and it's that flapper mm-hmm. lady i was like what the fuck I loved that's what well, how did she just decide to like okay i'm with these guys well, she now. like sucked and was kind of weird the whole time i was oh. waiting for something to develop in her character when she was working at the hotel in the motel because there was something so dark and so off about her and i feel like they just kept waiting and i'm like when is this gonna come when does she tie in and then you're like oh she's friends with nurse bucket so now what's gonna happen nothing did until the very end they're still they're just kicking her up she's just always around she's just this weird alcoholic crazy lady just loved it all i thought it was completely chaotic super Mm -hmm. cringeworthy incredibly dark horrific manipulative maddening you get upset, you get happy. There were definitely times I think I almost cried. I don't remember what they were, but I think I did. If I didn't, probably cry. It's equivocal to a day in the mind of Christy. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I resent that. Ah, horrible, twisted, sometimes I'll cry. You're not laughing anymore. I'll remember this. I'll remember it. I won't, I won't forget, forget this. <laughs> this is, I'm going to write this down. This will not be something I will forget. I'm still going to put it in binge it, especially this time of year. You know, oh, absolutely. Finish it up. I hope I everybody. I watch it again. I hope they have a second season. I loved it. It will probably be a while just because of, you know, the the uh, climate it right now. It has that like American horror story-ness to it. And I did watch a couple seasons of that years and years ago when it first came out. But I was kind of like, Neh. yeah, you know, just when it's like too much horror, it just touched so many different. Right. Well, American Horror Story was on a <laughs> network where now Ryan Murphy, the creator 
gets to make it something on Netflix where he has so much more freedom of okay. like cursing and sexuality yeah. and the smoking and like he can make it, make it more gritty and real. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's why that's the draw of people with Netflix. You know? And I love how they made something so dark and so gruesome, so bright and so colorful and like the costumes and the coloring was circus like almost. You yeah. know what I mean? It was, yeah. it was perfect. I really liked it. I really liked it a lot. And I hope everyone else did. I think everyone should at least try it out. Go ahead and give her a shot. Um, what are we watching next week? What are we watching next week? Yeah. Oh, because that, ma'am, is a that's a that's a big question on the plate. Get your big big forks to eat the that big question on that plate <laughs> with a big big the, wash it down with an with answer. The uh, ballistic cuisine. Ballistic cuisine. We're gonna throw it in my face right now. We're gonna toss gonna that launch it. question in a plate into a rocket launcher, and we're gonna sh- fire it into your faces. Uh, next week, this was actually recommended as something to watch just in general by mm-hmm. Patrick, you know, a friend I of the show. I have no idea where this is going, to be honest with you. He just, it, one day he just said in in, the, in a chat, you know, hey, if you've ever watched on Netflix this, it's like, it's actually really, really good. Yeah, I just that, feel that like was usually it. we discuss like what we're about to watch. We discuss <clears> it together and we'll come about well, and now I'm about, okay. We are watching My Octopus Teacher, a filmmaker Forges an unusual friendship with an octopus living in South African kelp forest, learning as the animal shares the mystery mysteries of her world. Wow, I can't read, babe. I know. I, I feel like I jinxed you. A filmmaker forges an unusual friendship with an octopus living in a South African kelp forest, learning as the animal shares the mysteries of her world. My oct- and it's like It's like a documentary. Okay. It's an hour and 25 minutes. I'm a 95% match. What are you? I don't know. I I wasn't. Um, nobody informed me that this. Well, you can look it up now. Next week, you know. Look it up now. <clears throat> Guys, if you want to write in about Ratchet and tell us how you felt about the show, you can write into roadsodamail at gmail.com. What? I have no idea. I don't have the app. I don't. I have no idea. You don't have the app? No, I think I deleted it when I wanted to upgrade my phone. I- <laughs> do that <laughs> all right you don't don't you don't have to download no, 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 no. <clears throat> please that's too com. okay so yeah uh if you guys want to write into the show and tell us what you felt what you felt what were you feeling when octopushy. you watched i was i felt octopushy <laughs> uh write into road soda mail at gmail.com and tell oh us my what God, you think i literally just typed octopusy in the search bar what's wrong with you? i don't know it's not the first time you've typed that <laughs> into your search God. bar I'm not ass right. I don't think it's going to tell you your match percentage unless you're logged in with I your was browser. I logged in on my thing. And don't worry about it, babe. So, uh, yeah, next week, be sure to watch My Octopus Teacher. Uh, it's supposed to be... I don't know what, it, what it's going to be. I don't know. But let's let's watch it. If you want to call in and tell us about it, you can call in 706-200-1213 and uh, write in about any one of the millennial book clubs uh the ratchet or if you want to i feel really left out of this decision making process i already told you i've already told you we were going to watch this listen i've told you i tell you i tell you again so yeah next week we're come back and uh you guys probably won't watch it and we'll probably just tell you all about it and how awesome (laughs) or how not awesome it was we'll see i'm very open to uh this experience i don't know what it's gonna be like i'm glad you're happy who said I'm happy? <laughs> what, is ha- what is happy? Some people aren't going to think that's funny. I think it's funny. I do too. Mm, next week, be sure to watch. 
my octopusy. But first, but first, another sponsor for my word. I'm Jim James of Janestown Crematoriums. Our ovens have been on for 20 years and we love what we do. Most crematoriums won't bring up the issue of wrong body cremations. Because people expect 100% accuracy in our line of work, but insiders know industry average is only about 81%. But here at Janestown, we have been highest in our region for 10 years at 89%. That's 10% higher than the other guys. So the next time you have to cremate a loved one, please consider Janestown. You can rest easy knowing you have a much higher likelihood of getting back the ashes of your loved one and not the ashes of your neighbor or worse, their poodle. Don't get burned. Leave the incineration to Janestown. A Popco brand. There she goes. Episode 159 officially. I don't know how it's numbered. It's honestly... I know, I like to go, maybe there's new listeners, Christy. Or maybe new listeners are like, it says 200, and somebody else is like, it says only episode 80. Well, it's officially episode 159. And it's all gone, it was all done. And um, I feel better. I feel like I got a weight off my chest. I let everybody- a weight off your butt? A weight out, of, I got sweat out of my butt. I let everybody- No sweat know. off my ass. <laughs> I take that literally. I was telling you just a second ago, it, the day it happened, it was so hard for me not to come home and tell you about it to me. That's, for me, that's a big, that's something the first, the per- closest person to me, I'm telling them. I feel like if you would have come home and told me about it, we would have had a lot of laughs, we would have made a lot of jokes about it, mm-hmm. or like had fun, and then been like, man, you should have, you should have told me and shared it with everybody. Mm-hmm. That's why so I, I made get, the right decision. I get decision. why you saved it. I saved it, because it's a lot of fun. So, what'd you learn? Other than I'm, you know, so industrious and... That you're making homemade tampons for your butt crack. I'm you really kind of lost on that right now. You can try to belittle me all you want. I'm not belittling you. I'm just calling it what it is. Mm-hmm. You're making homemade do whatever tampons you, for your I know what you're crack. trying to do. You're trying no, to get inside not. my head. No, I'm not. You're trying to bring me I down. I support you in the liberation of whatever you want to do with your asshole. Mm-hmm. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what I learned. Did you learn that Ratchet sucks? I loved Ratchet. Yeah, I loved Ratchet too. I'm excited for my octopus pussy friend. My pussy friend. My octopus teacher. I I gotta like watch a trailer. I don't even fucking get it, so. My pussy teacher. Octopussy. Yes, that's what we're gonna be watching next week. I learned that. Um, fucked up porno. They're torturing people in prisons with. Um, Baby shark, that's right. Baby shark. That's right. My brain's not good there. That's some like wartime shit. Like they've done that to people in like Guantanamo Bay, like playing. That's like I think some... it's genius. Yeah. It's better than getting a lobotomy by Dr. Hanover. Maybe. Maybe a lobotomy would just make you feel better. I don't think so. Yeah. Let's try. You think you think there's a place we can still get a lobotomy? For your sake, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole still dry though. <laughs> Well, everyone, thank you for joining in. Joining I hope your mom liked that. You know what? I might have helped her. She might have the same problem. Oh, my God. You know what? You never know. It might run in the family, Christy. You know, I did go over, like, really specific details about my shits and the cycle of my poops with the, the oriental medicine doctor. I thought oriental was a bad one. 
No, it's just you're not a, supposed to use it. Yeah, if you're, it just depends on how you're using it. I thought you're like not supposed to use it. I no, was thinking you, about that earlier today. Oh, Oriental is like a, it's a specific, it's because Asia covers all of like Afghanistan and like, you know, uh, the Middle East. It's still, yeah, yeah. it's still Asia. Yeah. But it's not the Orient is that's that's Arabia. Yeah. And then there's the Oriental side, which is more, you know, China. I just uh, thought that was Japan. a bad word. You're not supposed to say that word anymore. I'm like, don't say that. It's bad. I just, it's just a way of specifying different parts of Asia. It makes sense. Because if some, so, so then why are people upset that people use that word? Because people are stupid. Okay, you're not the right person. I'll ask Google later. Go ahead and ask Google. See what it says. It's gonna say people are stupid. <laughs> Christy, move on. I just don't. I think it's it's depends on how it how it's used. I don't I remember what I was saying other than I I told. My, I told your doctor my all doctor. about your poop. Yeah, he was asking a lot of questions about my menses and about my my shits, and so I made sure to. And he's just like, really was he sweating? He's like, oh yeah. And and, and, and what do they look he's like? like? So you're saying more intermittent? Like sometimes you're constipated, and sometimes you get diarrhea, like fluctuates from a food you eat or more stress induced. But how and many also, times you shit a day? Yeah, and what do they smell like? <laughs> are they big, dude? What are, are they mushy? Can you can you bring one in? I just want to take a take a quick look at it. Do you have any soiled panties? Did I mean, I'd probably do it if you asked. I'd be like, yeah, smell it, for, doctor. Tell for, me which, what's my ailment. What's wrong? <sighs> Can I have a moment, please? <laughs> um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure to watch... Octopussy. My octopus teacher, Christy. Next week for the Millennial Book Club... Uh, right into the show with any questions and comments roadsodamail at gmail.com you can also call in 706-200-1213 leave a message folks have a great week and go to bed early, early. but wipe your butthole first because sometimes that thing switch always. go to bed and wipe your butthole always wear underwear to bed you also shit your pants recently alright Christy you did <laughs> <laughs>